1: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500
0: This episode of Travel Today with Peter Greenberg is brought to you by audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Sign up today at www.audiblepodcast.com slash travel today to get a free audiobook and 30-day trial. One of the beautiful things about coming to Beijing is that more and more you have an opportunity to get up close and personal and interact with an expat, someone who actually took the uh, the plunge before you and immersed themselves in the culture and went from being an outsider to an insider. And my next guest certainly qualifies as that. She's the founder of the Beijing Expat Guide. It's Ruth Valle. Hey, Ruth. Hey, Peter. Pleasure to
2: meet you.
0: Now, you came here not because you woke up one morning and said, I can't wait to go to Beijing. You came here because your husband got reassigned here.
2: Um, yes, not necessarily reassigned, but it was our choice to come here.
0: Yes. So, well, okay, but you, you didn't wake up one morning and say, I have to go to Beijing. It was it was given to you as a choice, and you came.
2: That's true. But you knew yeah.
0: nothing about Beijing before you got here. Really?
2: Well, we came here on travels before, actually. What you mentioned, uh, over the years, it had changed so much. Yeah. have been here in 2006 for the first time versus when we came in 2011. It's been a huge difference Well, between 2000,
0: you had the Olympics between then, so the oh, huge yes. building and the airport and everything else.
2: Yeah, and about... Five, six, seven more subway lines and tens of more subway stops and new freeways and everything.
0: Is the subway here traveler-friendly?
2: It is traveler-friendly in terms of language and uh, ease of use. It can be extremely crowded during rush hour.
0: Well, welcome, welcome to Japan. The same thing, I mean, right? They, people are yeah. pushing you in all the time. <laughs> yeah, same here. What was the first lesson that you learned when you think about what, once you moved here that you weren't expecting?
2: I think one of the things I learned very quickly is to be very patient and to learn some basic Chinese as soon as possible.
0: Like help?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, like taxi Chinese, getting directions, getting simple things, learning especially food Chinese. We started out living a little bit on the outskirts of China, uh, of Beijing before moving closer to the center. So there not much English was spoken. It now when you say
0: food Chinese, give me an example.
2: Being able to know the things on a on menu, asking for some favorite dishes, even if you cannot read the menu because you can't read characters, um, knowing what different things are, uh, like the noodles that may explained earlier. So to be able to order those things in a restaurant where no one speaks English and the menu is written in Chinese characters.
0: I got you. And then, of course, you have to figure out your way around because this is a city that keeps expanding. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger.
2: That is true. It's... Just the sheer size of Beijing, getting from A to B can take forever. In a subway, it's often an hour, an hour and a half to go from the outskirts to more of the city center. In in car, it can be much faster, but in a rush hour, it can be also much, much slower, and then you're just completely stuck, so.
0: So you've learned to bring books. What was that? You've learned to bring some books along.
2: Yeah, like everyone is on the subway on their smartphone, often actually watching um, US TV series uh, with ch- uh, Chinese subtitles. That's the a mo- very and the mo- Okay, and the
0: most popular US TV series? Which one is it?
2: Friends was very popular for a long time. Right? The Big Bang Theory was really popular as well. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. The Big Bang Theory. I'm very happy about that because that's a <laughs> CBS show. I'm on CBS, so I'm mm-hmm. very good. I-, I love it. Big Bang Theory in China. Yes. I love that. Safety is not, really uh, not really an issue here because it's a very safe place to be.
2: It depends. And that's actually an answer you will get from many things he was in Beijing. Uh, if you look at road safety, it's not necessarily a very safe place. No, that part, You have to be very careful, everyone. But if you're talking about like, going out, walking somewhere in, in the crime, evening, yeah, yeah. in terms of, of uh, violent crime, it's a very safe place. Yeah, you
0: mentioned road safety. I think the toughest job here in, in Beijing would have to be insurance claims adjuster. Because everybody's, it's bumper cars out there. It is bumper cars out there.
2: And those little tricycles and bikes and motorcycles uh, or electrical bikes and scooters and pedestrians. Uh, unlike India, at least not cows, but it's pretty crowded.
0: <laughs> I think we should throw some cows in there too. It would make it much more interesting. Yeah. Uh, when I first came here, you know, you could count the number of cars on the fingers of two hands, in the, in the middle of downtown Beijing, there were the, a couple of black government cars, and that was it. Everybody else was on bicycle, moving very slowly. Now everybody's moving fast when they can move fast, and the cars mm-hmm. are everywhere. What about the infrastructure itself? About There's so many new restaurants opening up, uh, museums, art galleries. Um, I mean, as an expat here, right, as you've written the guide, I mean, what do you tell everybody? What What are your choices? Places that they shouldn't miss. I'm not talking about the Forbidden City or the Great Wall. (laughs) I'm talking about things that you know that might not be on everybody's radar.
2: I think one of the things you shouldn't miss is actually seeing the normal Beijing life, getting lost on purpose, wandering the little streets, especially in the off hours, maybe earlier in the morning or later in the evening, and just see how life happens here, how things are different. How much is going on on the streets, especially in summertime when many of the buildings are not ventilated that that well? So that's I think what makes it an interesting experience.
0: Because if they're not ventilated that well, means everybody's <laughs> on the street at night. Yes. Right. Nobody wants to be inside.
2: Right. And also very good is getting up early in the morning, go to one of those local parks, because there's a lot of activity, people practicing Tai Chi, but also more modern style aerobic with dance uh, and and music and everything. So it's a pretty interesting place. Life happens outside.
0: Life does happen outside. Yeah. Especially in the summer, but every once in a while in the winter, too. Ruth Ruth Bowley, the founder of the Beijing Expat Guide. Ruth, thanks so much for joining us. Okay. And uh, by the way, she's absolutely right. Get outside, don't just take the guidebook, just start walking. Start, with, when you leave the hotel, get a little card in Chinese that tells everybody where the hotel is, and then just start walking. Then you can show it to the cab driver later and cross your fingers. That music means we're out of time for this hour. Stick around everybody, we got a whole lot more coming on Peter Greenberg Worldwide when we return to Beijing right after this.
1: Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.